Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Uh, today I'm chatting to Eric Pasley. He's an American country singer and songwriter um, who I'm very excited to be talking to today. Eric, welcome to the show, man. How are you? I'm good, Colby. Thanks for having me. Good stuff. Uh, no, it's a, it's a pleasure, mate. Like I say, it's, um, I know we were obviously meant to, meant to connect last week and that didn't happen for whatever reason, but now we're finally, uh, finally, finally catching up. Um, how, how are you, mate? Where are you, where are you joining us from at the moment? I'm good. I'm in Basingstoke today. We're playing the Anvil tonight. And, oh, nice. uh, but yeah, we've been, I, I feel like this is the first, uh, city we're playing that isn't like on the sea. So it's, it's been like the sea town. Yeah. Uh, we're so far with the Shire. So it's been, I mean, everything's lovely. I'm going to, after this, I'm going to go walk down and wander around the town. Like I do. It's like, Everyone keeps asking if I'm on holiday, and I'm kind of like, yeah, kinda. yeah, yes, and no. It's like I like what I do. I'm always on holiday. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's just amazing. I love walking around. We ended up, uh, we were on our way. We were from, we were in Brighton the other yeah, night, nice, nice. and uh, we stopped. We we saw the castle in Arundel, and we were like, well, if there's a castle, let's stop. So we walked <laughs> around there for a little bit. But I, yeah, I love coming over here. I think I've been touring over here for five or six years now. Oh, cool! I'm just thrilled that I'm on tour with the Shires. You still getting a still getting the same kind of reception? Um, and obviously, you know the live the live scene kind of went out the window when COVID happened. But is it good to be yeah. to be back on stage? It's incredible. I mean, I think every show's been sold out, so it's oh, amazing. amazing to see everyone here together. And uh, you know, I mean, I've knock on wood i've i've you know everybody's been healthy so far so yeah good stuff it's good and uh it's cool to see people getting to hang out together again and all of us feel safer about it you know it's still a little odd yeah. feeling walking around without a mask on occasionally in, in places yeah. so yeah. Uh, but yeah just getting back to doing all that and it's great to great to see people out and, and hanging out yeah absolutely that's great man um and before we talk about uh your latest tracks i know that that was pretty new release, right? Sort of earlier this month. Yeah, um, just released. Even if it breaks your barefoot Friday. Yeah, night. I love it. I love the name. <laughs> I love the name. Um, before we do talk about that, Eric, if it's all right, just for our viewers, um, listeners, rather. Um, how long have you been doing music, man? When did you know this was your calling? Like, when did you start songwriting? Because I know you you write a lot of stuff for for other artists, and and you know you do a lot of collaboration. But when did you actually start doing this stuff um, for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I always kind of, I always liked music. My grandfather was in a band, so like I always heard about family members being in a band. Sure. And uh, and he passed away when I was really young, so I wasn't like the little kid in the band, like forced out on stage. But mm. really, I mean, I was like 15 when I started playing guitar, and I just assumed when if you played music, you wrote your own songs. I just assumed everyone on the radio wrote their own songs, yeah. and then you yeah. find out, wait. Some of them didn't write, like Elvis didn't write one song, you know, but he's an incredible singer and performer. So it was like, oh, there's people that write songs too. And it's like, wait, Willie Nelson, he had Patsy Cline sang yeah. crazy. And Neil Diamond wrote UB40's Red, Red Wine. Like these are like the odd, you know, that one's really odd. But it's like Taylor Swift wrote uh, Little Big Town. Uh, wow, what's the song? Anyway, but it's uh, um, Better Man. And it just, it's, I just love, I love writing songs and I love singing songs. And I, at 18, I decided I was going to go to school for the music business uh, around Nashville. And just people encouraged me, like, just figure out a reason to stay in Nashville. Like, it's a 10-year town. It takes forever. 
just stick around. And where, uh, were you, where were you from then, Eric? Originally, I, not from Nashville. Though. Yeah, I grew up in Central Texas, a town called okay. Temple, Texas. So, okay, grew up near Austin music scene and sure, Waco. Yeah. And that must have been pretty that. cool being near near Austin. I mean, obviously Nashville's an amazing music city, but Nashville, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, Austin as well. Austin, I mean, there's so much live music, and I think there's so many like influences from Tejano, like Hispanic, and and all this, which mm-hmm. is really cool where I'm from, and. uh you know, and I, I listened to everything kind of growing up. It's kind of funny. Uh, the first song I ever figured out in front of my CD player probably took months to figure it out was Tears in Heaven. It's like the mm. Eric Clapton. Yeah. It's kind of funny. It's British guy singing blues. You know, it's like we yeah. always remind each other of what the <laughs> other side of the pond did. Yes. You know, yes. like freaking Adele. It's like, you know, it's like there's very much Aretha Franklin going on there. You know, it's yes. just uh, yes. like I love how we remind each other of like, you're this is awesome no you're awesome no you're awesome. no you're awesome you know it's all right we're always chasing the u2 cold play vibes you know but um yeah maybe one of these days i'll do some image and heat vocoder magic <laughs> maybe she listens to this and wants to work with a, a giant leprechaun someday <laughs> in texas but i uh yeah i mean i i just started writing songs and moved to Nashville, ended up getting lucky and and getting a, a publishing deal in Nashville. Typically, it's like, if you get a publishing deal as a writer, then those people help you get a record sure. deal. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what we did, and it worked out. Uh, I signed a record deal with Capital EMI, and like two months later, Jake Owen recorded a song called Barefoot Blue Jean Night, and, and it came out, and it was my first number one as a songwriter. Uh-huh. And, and now it's like the, the most played song of the decade in the States. Amazing. Song, yeah. Which is insanity. What in the world? Uh-huh. The wo- I always joke the whoa, whoa, whoa's. I didn't know whoa, whoa, whoa could do that <laughs> for you, but it's true. I would say children and drunk people can sing it, so it works fabulous. You know? um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've written uh, four number ones outside of my artist career. I've had one number one as a as a singer and some other top tens as a singer. And mm-hmm. uh, we've got I've got Keith Urban single right now. It's a top five or top ten. I don't know where we're sitting. Number six or something yeah. on the charts today, but. Uh, I love doing both. I mean, I I know a lot of people just want to say you're a songwriter or you're a singer. Yeah, like, it, yeah. mine can't handle you doing both things. And it's like, yeah, we're all singers and songwriters. Like, you know, if if you have a a great way of distribution, then record them all. But the honest truth is, even Taylor Swift doesn't record them all, as you can see. Well, this you is know? the thing. Yeah, I know. I've, you know, I've been doing a little bit of reading around who you you know who you've worked with, and and you've collaborated with. A uh, bunch of big artists: Amy Grant, Dirk Bentley, Charles Kelly, many others. Uh, and obviously, yeah. it's something you enjoy collaborating. And it's something that you know, especially in like a real uh, music community like Nashville. I imagine it's just like you're 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 dumb if you don't collaborate with others, right? You know, it makes sense to. I mean, why? Yeah. It's just why would you not want to hang out with those people? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know? that's what I mean. Yeah. But Amy Grant asked you to sh- sing a song with her and Shell Crow that you wrote. It's like yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Rogers calls you to sing background on his record that he cut of yours. You're like, yes. Yeah. yeah. I would love to hang out. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. uh, Nashville's just kind of a very open arms vibe, you know, uh, over the years. It's like there's so many different people that have moved there over the years or at least has a, have a little place there to stay. And uh, I love doing I mean, I love all music. I don't really just I don't just listen to country music. I listen to everything. Yes. Yeah. I always figure, I mean, my thought, it's like we all grew up in a zip code with the language, with the whatever instruments. So it's like we all have a heart and soul. So music is just trying to 
say what's in our hearts, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe in our dreams or our just scream what we're angry at, you know, whatever that is. But um, every genre just kind of fits the world you grew up in. So yeah. I figure all of it's special and, and uh, it's good to hear everybody's voice. Yeah. And like you say, you know, there's different parts of the world who'd look at other parts of the world and what they're doing with music and, and try and, you know, do a similar thing or put their own kind of spin on it, which, um, and then yeah. you get more subgenres, and then it's just, yeah, it's uh, great. Of, there's paint, the... there's canvas, figure yeah. out what you want to paint. Exactly. With, you know, it's yeah. like, well, what do you want the world to see? Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, I definitely, in country, we're definitely not as abstract. It's like just a truck on a piece of paper. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I tend to, I tend to put more things than just a truck, even though I drive a truck and I like trucks very much. (laughs) Uh, There's probably all kinds of, my wife probably has all kinds of stuff in it right now. Yeah. From renovating houses, heading to the dump or or picking up a vanity (laughs) to put in a bathroom between yeah. Writing songs and renovating, we stay busy with trucks. I mean, the truck is uh, a winning formula, really, I guess, isn't it? Um, you can't, I, it would be hard to drive a truck over here. I'm just like, wow, yeah, it wouldn't Yeah, fit. we don't do trucks here, really. Yeah, um. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's like, yeah, this is this would not be fun. Yeah. And the petrol, my goodness. Yes, geez, yeah. That's, a, that's another story, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, you mentioned you, you released uh, an album on EMI Nashville, Um it's got your hit singles, Friday Night, Song About a Girl, uh, She Don't Love You. Um, tell us about that record, Eric. Was that quite a, a significant point for you in, in your career, you know, when that, when that released? Yeah, it's interesting. When I signed with EMI, they, like, bought 30 masters from us, so 30 records right. of, like, well, here's the songs. And it was just like, that was a terrible idea. It's like, here's 30 songs, pick one, you know? <laughs> And, uh, you know, we put out a couple of songs. They didn't, they didn't fly up the charts and ended up going back in the studio with Marshall Altman. And when we recorded this album and, uh, in the middle of that is when Amy approached me cause she was recording an album with Marshall as well. And okay. like, Eric, can I record this song? And I was like, Amy, it's the only one I've held on to Cause I was getting all these outside songs recorded and they were all going to number one, which was great, but it was frustrating for me. It's like, I came here to sing, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can't complain because it's like <laughs> a, 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 some people just come here to write, you know. Like this is amazing. Yeah. Um, but it was fr- it's still frustrating because you're wanting to do one thing and people only want you to, to see you as another. Yeah, sure. And, uh, and she was like, "No, no, there's three verses, and I want you to sing on it, and I want my friend to sing it." And I saw that Cheryl has a documentary coming out. I can't wait to watch it. But uh, yeah, Cheryl Crow. That's and we all cool. actually ended up being in the studio at the same time, which is very rare. But I'm telling that story because it, I was at the time very frustrated, very like, ah, like, I guess people don't want me to be a singer, you know. And uh, and the fact that Amy Grant and Cheryl Crow, two of huge influences on everyone. I mean, they're just incredible, incredible people and incredible musicians want you to sing with them on a song. And, yeah. and, and then you sound pretty, you know, it's like, ah. Oh, it's just like, thank you, Lord. Like you actually sent yeah. two angels to remind me, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And then we had those hits and uh, yeah, been, uh, been, been Amazing. pretty wild. The other records made and uh, uh, just released nice guy a couple years back. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, label worlds are interesting. They've, they've got a lot of r- really good records on shelves yes. that I, I wish I could buy all of them <laughs> and then sell them as like NFTs or something. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, someday when the vaults are open, the world yeah. would be mind blowing. Right, what the we have made that they haven't heard yet, yes. but it's uh, 
but yeah, I, I finally got a lot of those songs out on Nice Guy that I released a couple of years ago, and yeah. we've got even if it breaks your barefoot Friday night. Yeah, combining a bunch of the hit song titles together. Yeah, that are out now. I was joking. It's like I'm releasing an album with five number ones guaranteed on it, <laughs> and uh, two Grammy noms, and blah blah blah. But it's just it's kind of silly, but it's a lot of fun putting it, out the putting out the record. It is no, it's and I mean the name is you know. Uh, I like it and um, I want to talk about it now because it, it released on April 15th which was obviously not very long ago um, tell, for our listeners uh, Eric what's what's the record about and, and sort of t- maybe t- tell a little bit about the story about how it came together I'm assuming it's it's one that all came together in in lockdown uh, or in quarantine yeah. Um, and yeah if, have you got like a favorite track on there what's the yeah yeah, I mean, it's I wrote it, recorded it with Mitch Furr. He's an incredible producer. He actually uh, produced Wild Hearts that Keith Urban has now, a song that I wrote with Keith. And uh, he's just incredible. And with this album, it was like I had I had the opportunity to re-record some of my hits. So I was able to re-record Friday Night and She Don't Love You and all of that. And to me as an independent artist now, to own, to own those recordings is like maybe send my daughter to university someday, you know, but it's, uh, um, as you would call it, we call it college in yes. the state. It's like, I love the, uh, uh, the lingo and everything of the <laughs> names we call everything, which is great. And it's like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But it's, uh, um, but anyway, we recorded it and it was like, Hey, well, I play these other number one songs I've written every night and I've never done an actual studio version of it. So we thought, why not? Let's see how it goes. And they yeah. turned out so great that we released it. You know, it's not that we don't always release everything. Uh, and it was like, this is meant to be. Let's put it out. And it's been a lot of fun. And I, I, I love the versions of each song we've done. And I didn't completely Taylor, Taylor Swift, you know, Taylor version it. I didn't just completely copy them. But yes. it's, uh, but they're, uh, and that's why I kind of let Mitch step in. I'm like, reimagine she don't love you a little bit you know like i can play it on guitar every night let's just do a piano let's see where that goes and uh he's just incredible how involved are you how involved are you in the in the production side of things eric do you do you kind of sit in in the studio and and you know hang with the guys there honestly usually i'm always involved usually i'm a co-producer on on a record yeah Um, i I would say as, as an independent now that's something you'd you'd want to get involved with uh, I mean, I've record. always, I've always, I guess, I mean, I'm always in the studio when we're recording. It's not like I'm the artist that just shows up with my headphones on and 50 people surround yeah. me telling me I'm a golden God, you know, <laughs> I, I've, I'm very much hands on and, yeah. and want to yeah. be there when it's created. Cause I love creating music from writing it to recording it. And, sure, uh, yeah. but typically, I mean, I'm, I'm always right there. Every minute there's something recorded, I'm in the studio just throwing out ideas and seeing what musicians have up their sleeves and, and what we can find together. What but, sticks, yeah. And I, I love that. But with this record, I really did. I was afraid I'd make it sound too similar because I, I play them the same way every night. Well, kind of, you know? And so, and I love Mitch, his creativity. It's like, he goes where I want to go as a producer sometimes, and then goes somewhere where I would never go. And it's fabulous, you know? And uh, that definitely showed up a lot on this record um and so this i kind of this one i just stepped back a little bit and let him do his thing yeah yeah and it, it turned out great yeah awesome i'm assuming you kind of consciously approached it a little bit differently to to previous projects though i know you were re-recording some tracks but there must have been a kind of that in mind while you were while you were doing this stuff 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, it was kind of it was kind of nice just to show up and be like, this is amazing. I'm yes. going to sing a vocal yeah. now for you. <laughs> this is easy. I don't even I have to one. pretend like I'm inspired. This sounds great, you know? <laughs> and uh, like so, yeah, I mean, he's just we're working on more music right now. And uh, I'll, I'll probably sing it right when I get back. Yeah. from the tour i mean heck i brought a mic with me maybe i'll swing it in amazing. edinburgh or something you know <laughs> yeah yeah amazing is that where you're headed uh headed next you're heading north or? uh we're all over i don't know i think we're going to is it portmouth, portmouth? yeah portsmouth yeah 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 so we're heading there and i mean we have yeah we've got like 21 shows left i believe so oh, wow yeah. We've got a whole bunch of a whole bunch of shows, twenty five shows in thirty five days. So I'm thrilled Ben and Chrissy have invited me out. Incredible. And we finally stuck for two years. Finally, yes, we're finally out doing it. And uh, yeah, I I love coming over here. So I, I hopefully everybody keeps coming back to the shows. Yeah, and I love touring over here. And maybe next time I keep telling everybody go buy merch and spend my record so I can afford to, to come into the UK find my little girl and wife <laughs> over next time it makes it yeah amazing yeah, and maybe we'll have a few more days off in between where it makes sense for him to be here but yeah. yes but, yes absolutely absolutely but yeah. um yeah just co- co- coming back to um songwriting uh Eric is it I mean I mean I guess it, it must depend on what kind of project uh, you're working in but do you have a general process when it comes to like a creative process when you're in the studio when you're starting a track do you generally start with a uh, a melody or a top line or is it what where, what's the kind of starting point for you um generally speaking either one it's like if we've got a great title it's i always think if this was you know if this is what they were saying what would the soundtrack to the movie sound like you yeah. know and and then there's times of well, if this is the track if this is the movie soundtrack what would the scene say yes, you know and yes um it's this the melodies line like even right now while i'm talking to you there's a melody going yes. on you know you believe me or not <laughs> and uh and it's uh i just love that creative process and then also just kind of flipping a melody on its head where you wouldn't think that this is yeah. what we would say here but i mean i i love writing melodies I, it's you know the ideas uh are always uh, most writers will tell you that the actual idea is the hardest thing to find for a lot of us mm-hmm. And, uh, but typically, you know, I just, I, I'm a good mumble writer is what I say. I just start playing and mumble, see if something falls out that we think is, is worth coming about. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of songs end up that way. And, and then a lot of them, we have the idea and show up and hopefully we capture the lightning in the bottle, you know, but it's, uh, I'm good either way. It's also fun to go in with the producer writer that has a track already built it's like well this is easy you know i just start singing over it and (laughs) what we like the most you know so it's uh i i love writing i love writing i love the creation creative process and i love coming out and singing them for crowds like this all the sold out crowds it's it's pretty amazing yeah incredible man have you got any more plans for you know when you when you get back home for for later this year is there any like festivals you're booked in for or what's the What's the plans? For yeah, the rest of the year? I mean, I'm always on tour in the states. We've got shows. Kind of, I saw some more shows coming in while I'm over here. You kind of get the email from never the, stops my booking agent and all that. So I mean, it's uh, it's interesting. I've been talking to the crew here. It sounds like a lot of the tours here kind of you go out for five weeks at a time or six weeks because you're going through Europe and everything. Back in back home in Nashville, we're so centrally located to like the yes. U.S. At least yeah. the eastern coast and Midwest and all that. Like. 
we hop on a bus and you're 12 hours away the next morning and you play a show and then you hop on a bus and you're 12 hours away the next day. So yes. it's kind of, we just kind of tour all over the place and then you're back home on Sunday, you know? So it's kind of the weekend warrior touring, yes. of Nashville, yeah. you know? So it's kind of, uh, I'm realizing how spoiled we are with that, where we actually get to see our families. So yeah. it's kind of, is this pretty wild? I've, I've, uh, yeah, I haven't seen my kid, my daughter or wife and over a week and I still have four more weeks to go. So thank goodness for FaceTime and, yeah. uh, and yeah. And that my wife is just lovely and uh, <laughs> watching our little girl for me, but oh, it's sure uh, yeah, sure but I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. And yes, I, I would love to keep coming back. Like, like I have been, and I just, I love the fans here and it's uh, I'm not just like politicianing everybody right now i love the fans they're great yeah <laughs> tell me i'm pretty no tell me I'm special, no i can you know? tell it's i can it's, tell uh, it's um it's from it the really is cool yeah. and we're all taught how to listen you know it's like uh, and and i i love how y'all listen over here and and i just yeah love playing shows over here yeah great stuff man great stuff yeah i know um my my colleague paul uh editor of headliner i know you guys spoke of a uh, yeah, a few years ago, and it's nice to it's nice to catch up again now and just kind of further along the journey. You know what I mean? See, see how things are going for you. Um, and it sounds like sounds like things are going better than ever, to be honest, man. And it's um, it's a real pleasure to to catch up and to hear what's going on. What 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 are your plans for the rest of the year, Eric, in terms of um, releasing music? Obviously, I know you've just dropped this record. Um, yeah. But you you know are there plans to get back in the studio and and generally speaking, like what are you kind of um, looking forward to most i guess for for the rest of this year yeah i mean mitch is already we're already working on new songs so we've already got like five that we're working on and uh just kind of approaching the new way of releasing music it's like everybody it's like heck here's three songs here's three songs here's three songs and then maybe we'll put them on a cd to name it something you know but it's uh and and where i'm at you know business-wise it's like i'm able to do that like i have my own label and it's like here here people what do you think? And uh, so it's kind of, uh, I'll definitely be putting out music uh, soon again, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we'll have it. And it's like, I don't want to just hide that away. Let's no, put it out get it see out. what happens. But um, yeah, always making music and always touring, always renovating houses. <laughs> like we always keep joking. It's like, where's the camera crew? Just somebody follow us around. This is entertaining. I think <laughs> you can like make a whole show of your life. Me and my wife renovate a whole house. We just renovated a condo. Uh, that my first condo, we're actually about to sell it, which is kind of sad and amazing because Nashville's ridiculous on what people are buying places for. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So we basically, we're all the neighbors are like, you just made the neighborhood go up in value. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you probably did. Natalie's a great designer and I'm, really cheap and find really good things for really <laughs> cheap balance like, yeah don't yeah. throw it away give it to me i'll put it in the house and shine yeah. it up and yeah. it look great but it's uh, a like me actually yeah. um anyway that's a whole other world of, <laughs> of the pasley family but it's uh yeah. you know I'll, I'll i'll install your toilet and sing yeah. you a hit song just I'll, I'll look out for that show the the pasley's the the new the new show reality you never know we won't call it that because it's hard to say our last name they'd yeah. be like what is this paisley what's brad and his That's wife doing you know but it's uh it's it's good yeah i see brad uh random because brad paisley's ridiculous and after this podcast everybody can go watch the video but uh we did a video for nice guy which is just a silly song and 
one of the first lines is I'm going to stop using my manner is going to start sending me tweets. And I asked Brad, I was like, Hey, will you do some silly video on that? Cause he's just silly. And you know, you see him typing, like staring at me on the camera and he's like, change your last name. It's silly. Or something. Learn how to spell and read, you know, you're a dork or something ridiculous, but it's uh yeah, it's fun. I mean, obviously Nashville, we all, we are, a lot of us are all friends and it's, it's yeah, fun collaborating and, yeah, who knows what collaborations will show up this next year? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, anything's possible. Yeah, that's great, man. It's um, it's very exciting. Uh, it sounds like there's uh, there's lots for you to look forward to. There's lots for the fans to look forward to. So um, yeah, best of luck with everything you've got going on at the moment, man. It's um, it's really cool. Colby, thank you. Thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, we'll see you down the road. Thank you so much, man. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll catch up very soon. Heck yeah! Take care, man. Dude, thank you. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.